into A to Z Sports prime time on a Tuesday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports is how you get in on all the action, whether you're betting on college basketball, both the Tennessee Vols and my Indiana Hoosiers, victorious tonight, whether you're betting on the NFL, college football, or anything in between. Promo code A to Z Sports is how you get in on the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business, the best car dealership in the state of Tennessee with the best customer service is Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, as we talked about, but of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. And if you're in the market for your dream address without the stress, you know that you should trust the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and A to Z Sports Prime Time at GaryAshton.com. Okay, so um, the Tennessee Vols, massive win at Mighty Kroger Field on Saturday night. It was a back-and-forth contest, 45-42, to 42, the final margin of victory, and it was a statement win for Josh Heupel and for a program that have been really looking and have successfully found, I think, incrementally throughout the course of the season, points of success with which to build upon, with which to kind of traffic and hope for the future about the success of this program under this particular head coach. Now, you've had moments like this before, and again, we need a larger sample size from Josh Heupel before we can make any declarative statements. But there's no question that he is one of the two parties involved for this feeling so much differently, even when it was good under Jeremy Pruitt. And it was brief, but there was a time when ball football was good under Jeremy Pruitt. It feels so much different this time around. So tonight we're going to talk about Josh Heupel and his candidacy for the SEC Coach of the Year. Now, I know the uh, the College Football Playoff Committee rankings um, have come out tonight as well. I don't really want to talk about that. I don't care about that. I think it's just you know, a televised version of power ranking. So it really affects me absolutely none as far as that is concerned. So we won't spend any time on the committee, Jeff, as you've said. They are an effing joke, and I can't take them seriously either. So out of protest, we're just not going to talk about it because I don't care. Um, instead, we'll talk about the uh, the local stuff. We'll talk about Tennessee because Tennessee has plenty of good stories. Um, for the University of Tennessee, Josh Heupel, of course, is hiring uh, was looked at with some question marks, understandably so. But now we, we're talking about him seriously, about you know how impressive he's been throughout the course of his tenure. So I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. What's the most impressive part of Josh Heupel's tenure so far? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Producer Reed is tweeting out the YouTube link. He is also going to uh, tweet out from my account the questions on Periscope, Reed, if you would be so kind as to do so. What's the most impressive part of Josh Heupel's tenure so far? Give me your answer. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about Two Rivers Ford. In fact, Marty Smith of ESPN, who's going to be broadcasting with SEC Nation in Knoxville ahead of Georgia, Tennessee this weekend. Marty Smith was on my radio show, and you'll hear from Marty right after you, you hear about Two Rivers Ford. The best in the business since 1983 is Two Rivers Ford. They will put you in position 
to get the exact vehicle that you want, no matter how it is that they have to get it to you, whether it's available to you on the lot right away, whether you don't see the exact car that you want, you can use the Built For You program, which allows you to customize any Ford, any color, any customizable features that are available on that model. They'll build it. They'll deliver it right to your door. It's one of the best things, one of the best uh, possible things about Two Rivers Ford. Not just that they don't pressure you throughout the course of the car buying experience. Not just that they will find you exactly what you need for both your needs and your budget. Not only will they uh, provide you exceptional quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford is there to serve in any way, shape, or form humanly possible. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet is where you go or online at tworiversford.com. So, your Two Rivers Ford take. What's been the most impressive part of Josh Heupel's tenure thus far? Uh, Brandon says, hope is a hell of a drug. And Brandon's so right. I mean, Vols fans have lived and died on enough coaching searches and potential and hope that it's easy to look at this and be kind of skeptical, right? You, you don't want to go all in the way that you might have after Jeremy Pruitt rattled off, I think it was, what, six consecutive wins, including that bowl victory over my mighty Indiana Hoosiers, uh, something that I think a lot of people looked at and said, all right, after that stretch, I feel really good about Josh Heupel. And then things immediately collapsed the following season. So it sapped you of any joy that you had. And very quickly, you could tell that the players didn't enjoy playing for him. So, you know, at that point, if football's not fun, you're going to see that play out in the product on the field. Um, John Robert Rogers says the offense, the offense is what was under Jim Chaney and Josh Heupel scoring just over 21 points per game. They are north of 38 points per game thus far. They are absolutely scorching, red hot, up-tempo, uh, high-powered uh, high and fast-paced is the Vols' offense. And that's exactly what they promised to deliver uh, when they came to Tennessee and what they've been known for. They have delivered on that promise thus far. Danny Jones says how hard they play for each other. Tennessee players seem to be legitimately enjoying themselves. And so uh, what myself and Marty Smith of ESPN talked about on the radio show today was I think that Josh Heupel deserves legitimate uh, interest and legitimate momentum as far as SEC Coach of the Year is concerned. There are some candidates who have better records and some who started the year better than the Vols did. But what Heupel is doing up against what Heupel was facing when he took this job, I think is the most impressive of the lot. What what Heupel is doing here, how how much should this factor him into the SEC Coach of the Year candidacy conversation? I think in the last couple of weeks, he should be squarely, you know, kind of in that conversation. I think it's interesting how it shifts, right? Early on, I think we're all looking at Mark Stoops. Right. And then Kirby Smart is kind of that constant with how great and how consistent Georgia has been. And now with Tennessee's major surge here in the last couple of weeks, certainly I think Heupel should belong in that conversation. Um, I didn't see it like, the, again, the energy that I feel, and I told him this to his face, Buck. I just was there last Monday. Yeah. You can feel the shift. And when you consider how hard that is to do, we all, we hear this thing all the time. Well, he doesn't even have his own players yet. That's the truth with a guy like him because he runs an offense. That's a track meet. Yeah. And so when he starts to get guys that he's recruiting in there too, what 
common sense says is that there should be great optimism because it will be guys he'll plug and play into specific places that he chose to put there. So I, I'm to say I'm impressed is an understatement. To say that I expected this would be a lie. Um, he's doing a great job, and his players are doing a great job. Uh, everybody in that program. Again, if I'm a if I'm a Tennessee fan, my optimism abounds. Now I will tell you, I felt I felt really good a few years ago too about where this thing was going, and I said that on the record, and I was wrong. So I, Nostradamus, I am not, but uh, I can tell you, it really feels like they're they're putting something together. And you're right when Neyland's when Neyland's rolling. That's good for college football. So that's Marty Smith of ESPN on our radio show today. And if you missed that full interview, because we, we spent about 40 minutes with Marty. He's such a stud. They're going to be doing the Marty and McGee show from Knoxville this weekend ahead of Tennessee, Georgia. So you can go check out that podcast um, in my radio show's podcast feed, which is simply called the Buck Rising Show, R-E-I-S-I-N-G, just like it's spelled in front of you. But what Marty and I were talking about, I think is totally fair because you look, okay, so who else would be in the conversation, as we mentioned, uh, or as Marty mentioned? You talk about Kirby Smart, number one team in the country, absolutely deserving of all the praise that they're getting. Their offense is kind of weird, but at Georgia, you're expected to win that way. And Tennessee, maybe that will be the case once again, but right now, Tennessee up against NCAA violations, up against a coach that was fired for cause, roster attrition, um, so many different things that Hypel was working against. I think that you would, in terms of adversity overcome, I would say that Josh Hypel has done more with far less than what Kirby Smart is doing with a defense that probably every starter on that defense has a draftable grade. Uh, absolutely. You look at somebody like Sam Pittman, who Arkansas got off to a really good start. They've kind of righted the ship since losing a few in the last couple of weeks, but, and really they've had a tough last month, but Sam Pittman, probably a good candidate at the start of the year, things have kind of leveled off since then. And also Sam Pittman has been around uh, for a couple of seasons at this point. You look at somebody perhaps like, uh, like, I mean, it's not going to be Mike Leach, Dan Mullen is probably going to get fired here in the next couple of weeks. Shane Beamer at South Carolina, I don't think that it's consistently there enough for you to look at that and say, okay, Shane Beamer's got legitimate traction. I mean, Nick Saban obviously would be, uh, should be probably the SEC coach of the year, year in and year out. But for what Josh Heupel is doing, I think that he deserves as much uh, run for the SEC coach of the year as anybody through these, what are we now through, 10 weeks at the University of Tennessee. The players love him. The offense is fun. The defense under Tim Banks is playing much better than expected. And Kentucky, listen, Kentucky uh, got back in a rhythm and, and made that ball's defense look more like what we expected it to look like at the start of the season. But the fact remains that they are competitive and they're on pat. They're on pace, basically, to win seven games this year and be bowl eligible, provided that the NCAA doesn't come in after the fact and say, yeah. You know, no, uh, I, all congratulations on all your, which would be a disaster. It would be great content for us because you guys would be furious and there would be a lot of conversations had around that. But until such time as the NCAA tries to bring the hammer down, Tennessee uh, is sitting pretty. They're playing with house money at this point. And against Georgia, as Dom Modell says, I think UT legit has a chance to beat UGA this weekend at home. 
They barely have a quarterback. Weirdest number one ever. Well, I, Dom, I mean, they're last I looked at that line in my DraftKings Sportsbook app, it was at 20 and a half. That was this morning. I'll double check to see if anything's changed. I don't imagine that it has changed in the last couple of uh, in the last couple of hours or so. But at this point, when you look at the the slate for the upcoming weekend at home. Um, it's not, I don't think that Tennessee is um, nobody. I don't think that, I mean, Georgia, Georgia is giving up 6.6 points per game. You know how ridiculous that is in Tennessee scoring north of 38 per, uh, per contest at this rate. They are currently 20 point favorites in my DraftKings Sportsbook app. So that line has moved by a half a point since last I looked at it, the over under set at 56, I'd bet the over and I probably would bet Georgia to cover the 20. Um, they're just overwhelming. You can't physically score on these guys. Now, I think that Tennessee probably matches up the best with this Georgia defense because, um, you know, you're trying to keep them off, uh, off balance. You're trying to keep them off schedule. You're trying to keep them, uh, exhausted with the speed that you run. Hennon Hooker is playing out of his mind right now. And I think that the Vols do deserve absolutely credit. I just think that this is a, this is a very, very tall task that you're asking them to overcome. Uh, and I think, listen, Moral victories are, I mean, whether you whether it's okay for you as a fan base to say out loud, um, but I'm giving you permission to look at competitive against Georgia as a moral victory. Um, the 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 Alabama moral victory I think was taken from you because you know the first half went the way that it did, and then the second half things completely imploded. And it's entirely possible that, that happens against Georgia, but this offense can score; they can score on basically anybody. The problem is literally nobody scoring on Georgia right now. So if you can't, uh, if you have, if you stack up a couple of three and outs with the pace that they run, it's very, very easy to get behind. Even if Georgia's offense is questionable uh, at this point, I don't think that they're any kind of overwhelming, but it doesn't, they don't have to be because the defense literally suffocates people. Um, let's, uh, let's move on and let's talk about Hendon Hooker who has been uh, just an outright revelation at quarterback and somebody who Marty did a really good piece on over the weekend. Right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. And if you're a football fan and you're ready to score some free bets, now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. You can also get involved with same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2ZSports. Bet just $1 on either team to win uh, or score, and $100 in free bets will come your way. If they score, you score with promo code A2ZSports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. So, um, with Hendon Hooker, when you talk about two guys who have changed the, uh, changed the dynamic of what UT is capable of this year, um, I think that you look at this and you say Josh Heupel first and foremost is involved, but the thing that really would have made a massive difference at the start of the season, if 
is if Joe Milton had been the backup to Hendon Hooker as the starter. Now, maybe Hendon Hooker needed some time to get into this system anyway, and maybe what they were seeing from him in practice was not enough uh, was not enough to impress them to start the year. But ultimately, I look at this and I say, there's no question that Hendon Hooker has been the superior option at quarterback and that he is as big a part as anyone for the Vols' uh, recent run of success. He's a game changer in any stretch of the imagination. So what I want to kind of pivot to, and you'll hear from Marty Smith again on Hendon Hooker because I thought Marty did an exceptional job with the piece that he put together for SEC Nation this past Saturday, and it's available on Marty's Twitter account if you want to go back and watch it. Um, what kind of what kind of has inspired Hendon Hooker throughout the course of his career as a transfer from Virginia Tech, as somebody who nearly had his career taken away from him because of what he was experiencing with uh, complications with his heart after having a pretty serious bout of COVID-19 in 2020, uh, the question that I want to ask you guys is this of Hendon Hooker. What is one thing, or really about this Vols team, it doesn't necessarily have to be focused on Hendon Hooker, but if you can tell, my opinion is probably trending that way. What is one thing you would have changed from the Vols start of the season? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll discuss at length together. What is one thing you would change, you would have changed from the Vols' start of the season. Give me your answer. We'll talk about it together. You'll hear from Marty Smith on Hendon Hooker. He spent some time with Hendon, with his family, uh, his dad, who also played quarterback at a collegiate level and was one of the most impressive athletes in the sport during his time. What's one thing you would have changed from the Vols' start of the season that could have a substantial effect on where they sit right now, trending towards a seven-win campaign. Uh, while you guys do that, I'll tell you about Brimac Mechanical. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs is what you can get at Brimac.com. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac Mechanical, is where you go. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs is what Brimac offers to you. They are the best in the business. They will put you in your comfort zone, and they will ensure that you uh, get everything you need, whether it be commercially whether it be residentially, whether you need improved air quality, courtesy of your ductwork, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac Mechanical, three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky, making sure that you are getting exactly what you want as a customer, Brimac.com. So what's one thing you would have changed about the start of the ball season? Uh, starting Hendren Hooker, says Blackout Jones, we, Jones, we would have been up 28 to nothing against Pitt. Uh, he is the best quarterback play. This is the best quarterback play since the Iceman, says Charles Hardaway. Charles Hardaway also adds consistent quarterback plays, what he would have changed. Hooker uh, would have been the opening day starter, definitely should have been the starter from the jump, says Dom. I mean, there's no question in my mind that Hendon Hooker is the superior option at quarterback. He has done all he is capable of doing thus far in the season, and he needs um, and, and Josh Heupel, in fact, if Josh Heupel can find ways to keep Hendon Hooker at Tennessee next year uh, and get him to come back, he is uh, his classification, I believe he's a grad transfer. If I uh, actually let me let me double check on that, because I think that Hendon Hooker, uh, the first thing that comes up on Google when you type in Hendon Hooker is uh, eligibility. So Hooker has one more year of eligibility remaining after this season. He's a fifth-year senior in his fourth season of playing experience because of 2017 redshirt, 
A COVID-exempt year will allow him to play an additional season at Tennessee. So in theory, Hendon Hooker could play in 2022 as a fifth-year, uh, technically sixth-year at that point, senior. So if Heupel can get him to come back, I think it's a great idea. Uh, but the more that you hear about Hendon Hooker and what's kind of formed him um, is, is overcoming adversity, like Joe Milton starting in front of him. But it's more than just that, and that was something that I thought Marty Smith was so great on during the course of my radio show today. I, I'm not an X and O's expert. I'm not going to sit there and do pre-snap and post-snap reads for you, Buck but I know momentum and I feel it. And um, this, gen this Georgia defense is generational. They got pros everywhere. So it's going to be a hell of a tall order. But I also think that with the command that Hooker has and the belief that is instilled in that unit as a result of that, when you're a coach like Josh Heupel and you're coming in and you're completely redefining what your offense is going to be. And then you all of a sudden go, okay, this young man, Hendon Hooker, it's clicked. Like, okay, I got a guy that can run this thing efficiently and effectively and dynamically, and I can do things I don't know that I thought I was going to be able to do. I wondered when I was there, fellas, why, did it, why, why wasn't he the starter off the jump? Why did Joe Milton have that job off the jump? Was it sheer God-given? Because you look at Joe Milton, that guy, I mean, he is, it looks like Cam Newton standing over there. It's wild. I mean, he is a physical specimen with an absolute rocket, as all of you guys who are Vols know. But once, he, once it clicked for Hendon, it really clicked. And you've seen the difference in the overall scope and the overall direction and momentum of the program. So, so that's Marty Smith talking about Hendon Hooker, and it's clear and obvious that this is the – this. you know, in retrospect, it is now clear and obvious that this is who should have had the starting job the entire time. But now with the, uh, now with the uh, ability of, you know, having – almost 10 games uh, of sample size of the University of Tennessee and what they look like with him and what they look like without him. I mean, it's clear that this is who should have been playing the entire time and that it's entirely possible that there was some carryover, um, that there was some carryover from what he was dealing with health-wise that may be limited at the start of the season. But Hendon Hooker right now for the University of Tennessee is balling out in a way that's clear and obvious to everybody. I mean, he's statistically better than any quarterback in the SEC so far. He's got a hundred. He's got eighteen hundred and ninety-four yards. He's got 20, 21 touchdowns through the air to two interceptions. He's completing his passes um, at a rate which uh, ten, any Tennessee quarterback would be incredibly happy to have. Sixty-six percent. He's got a seventy-eight point zero QBR. It's twelfth in the sport. Hendon Hooker is balling right now. And to his credit, it should have been his job from the entire time. That's the only thing that I would change about the, uh, I, that's the only thing that I would change about um, the start of the Vols season is just simply who they started a quarterback because for all of the opportunities that Joe Milton missed, I can't help but think that Hendon Hooker would not go down that same path. Uh, Jimmy Clement says he has a rocket, but he isn't accurate. I think Tennessee more points than anyone else has this year. Uh, I'll have to check on that, Jimmy. I don't know if they're scoring more points per game. 
Um, I don't know that he does that he isn't accurate though. I think that Joe Milton, or excuse me, I think Joe Milton is inaccurate. Hendon Hooker is not accurate by any stretch of the imagination. And it would be incredible. I mean, he we could we could be talking about Hendon Hooker as a Heisman candidate if Tennessee had started him from the jump and he'd been able to put together a full nine-game sample size at this point. I, I really do believe that. And it will be curious to see how teams adjust the hypo in year two and whether if Hooker is able to return. Um, he's able to produce that same kind of efficiency because he is—he's uh, been just an outright stud and uh, and really good analysis from Marty on both of those things. So I hope that you guys will go check out the podcast that we did or the the podcast or the radio interview that we did with Marty Smith today on my Zone Radio Show. Let's wrap this thing up with a gone viral video, shall we? We'll do a little Titans. Uh, the Titans are off today, and we'll talk more about them tomorrow when they hit the practice field again, but I saw a video that made me laugh out loud. And this is a, this is a producer read question to his credit um, because this is not necessarily the approach that I would have taken without Reed's suggestion, but the video is, uh, is applicable. So <clears throat> the question that I want to ask you guys is if you could become a friend of any Titans player, who would it be? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Right after I tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans is GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what they offer to you. Gary Ashton is the best in the business. They will put you in position to succeed. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage uh, is where you go to get the best intel uh, in the Nashville real estate market, um, they are the best in the business. They will get you intel on properties that aren't even available to you just yet. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group at REMAX Advantage, the Gary Ashton tailgate will take place this Sunday uh, at Nissan Stadium. So make sure that you come tailgate with Gary, with myself, with Luke Worsham. We'll be doing our uh, Titan game day live show there from the Ashton tailgate. So stop by, say hi, just in front of the south end zone. I believe if it's a noon kickoff, that tailgate will start at 10 a.m. So I look forward to seeing many of you there, courtesy of the Ashton team. Um, so for Gary, or rather for Gary, for this, this question, now normally this would not be the position that I take because I'm a reporter. I don't you know, I'm I'm friendly with some of the guys, but we're not friends, obviously, right? That's just kind of the objectivity that you have to maintain. There's guys that I get along with. There's the guys that probably hate me. Uh, there's guys that I've hated working with, right? So this is, a, I, I almost have to recuse myself from this question. But the reason I asked this question is because Jeff Simmons was, uh, was, there was a little girl who won a Take a Titan to School day interview and they did it virtually with Jeff Simmons and Jeff Simmons was asked if he would be this little girl's friend and this was what Big Jeff had to say do you want to be my friend <laughs> of course of course I'm always you know I'm always looking for new friends you know I don't mind being your friend um you know it's always great meeting new friends so of course we could be friends when you now I have 111 friends <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to be Big Jeff's friend, apparently all you have to do is dial him up on Zoom and ask him. But I thought that was a really cool moment. Uh, Josh Reynolds says James Anderson. Well, he's not a Titan any longer. So 
you cannot uh you cannot be friends with Josh Reynolds. If the question is if you could become a friend of any Titans player, who would it be? Derek Rhodes says Kevin Byard. He seems like an all around good guy. I think that KB is a is a great nominee uh, for you know just a, a moral guiding compass of the community and somebody who's very very invested um, in the success of the community. I think that Kevin is a good option. Uh, Kendall Lamb seems really cool. Or Lawan. Uh, says Dom, uh, Luan is a, a pain in my ass. Uh, he called me thick on Sunday. I did not appreciate it. He His fat shaming of me on his Twitter account because I threatened him. I texted him and said if Michigan lost to Indiana, which of course they did not, that I would absolutely set fire to his Twitter mentions. And then he decided to tweet it out and call me thick buck rising, threatening him uh, if the Hoosiers were to win. And of course they didn't. So he is uh, he is immune from my rage for just one more week. Um, Kendall Lamb seems like a really interesting guy and, uh, he's injured right now, so we don't get to talk to him as much, but I, uh, I do enjoy, I do enjoy Kendall Lamb as a uh, conversation. Obviously, Stacey Wills goes with AJ or King Henry, Lawan or Simmons for Charles Hardaway. Uh, Karen O'Keefe says, I want to be big Jeff's friends. Old Thickless Cage says Charles Hardaway. Yeah, this damn, this damn left tackle out here calling me uh, thick. And, you know, it didn't help that I was caught on national television. Uh, that I was caught on national television. I don't. I don't even think I looked fat. I but it did in that moment look from that angle like I looked fat, and it was not. I was not very happy with the result of that. I looked great in my suit. It's a shame that they caught me. That that damn high def camera caught me from basically twenty feet down uh, in SoFi Stadium. I was not pleased with that situation. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so. I will say to you that uh, the camera does add 20 pounds, but, you know, so does Uber Eats, and I'm guilty of that, uh, certainly in the last calendar year since COVID started. Shame on Taylor. He was thick, too, before his surgery. No, he was actually really, really thin. Taylor's going to be one of these Joe Thomas guys that when they're done with football, he's going to lose all kinds of weight, and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be incredibly fit because his body isn't necessarily meant to carry all that weight that he does as an offensive lineman. Uh, but yeah, Big Jeff will be your friend if you want to be Big Jeff's friend. All, apparently, all you got to do is ask. Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> of course, of course. I'm always, you know, I'm always looking for new friends. You know, I don't mind being your friend. Um, you know, it's always great meeting new friends. So, of course, we could be friends, Queen. Now I have 111 friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that is courtesy of Emily Proud at WKRN News 2, uh, and we appreciate the content from M. And I would say to you that we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this primetime show. We'll be back at it tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Uh, we look forward to doing the damn thing with you. Same time, same channel. The video is so good, says Robert White. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff is a gem, um, and I think that it's been really good to see uh, people embrace him because I know that it was not necessarily the easiest thing to do when he first got to Nashville, but he has uh, he has uh, overcome that and proven that he is uh, that he's a much different person than a lot of people painted him as when he first arrived in Tennessee. So good for Jeff. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. Tennessee basketball got a win tonight. Rick Barnes is going to be on my radio show. Uh, we will also, actually, Will Compton is not going to be there tomorrow. He has to miss our uh, normal appointment, but we'll still do the dumbest thing in sports this week, and we will uh, we will see um, we will see what else that we uh, end up talking about because the Titans will be back on the practice field. I'm sure we'll carry Mike Vrabel's press conference. It'll be a good time, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone and the install 
with Greg Cosell. A new episode comes your way, and we'll be dissecting at great length the game against the Los Angeles Rams and how the Titans did that, because I'm still shocked the way that it happened. Enjoy your evening. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow night right here on A to Z Sports.